podcast where athletes and geeks collide i'm your host bakari spells we're here with a quick short <laughs> quick and short preview of the canelo triple g fight happening tomorrow night this is a trilogy man and you know it's a, it's a lot to be excited about man i mean as far as the main event goes uh, we've been clamoring for this fight for years at 160 168 we didn't care triple g could have moved up to 175 for all we cared we knew that wasn't happening uh the first fight was a draw uh, with a heavy lean towards Triple G. The second fight was a Canelo fight. It was a Canelo win that the public favored Triple G still, or at least on Triple G, loyalist favorite. And uh, you have Canelo coming off a loss at 175, uh, in which he was exposed. Uh, he was outboxed, and his power didn't went out in the end, which has been the par for him, at least his last four fights at 168 um, and 160, respectively. Triple G's coming off a shaky performance against Ryan Murata. So it's there's enough intrigue there to make it, I guess, for the zone to make it a pay-per-view, even though people paying $20 a month. That's neither here nor there. Um Triple G's last fight with the zone, so it's interesting storylines there. Um, what does he do next? This is this is right off into the sunset. He gets a big paycheck for this fight. If he wins, I mean, is there what what is the word for a fourth fight, a quadruple, a quadruple, a quadruple fight. Um, probably not. I don't. I don't imagine him and Canelo want to put their bodies, especially Triple G at his age, because he's about forty something, and Canelo's in his thirties now. So I doubt they want to put their bodies through that, especially Canelo wanting to climb back into the championship chase at one seventy five. I'm sure the uh, rematch with Bivol. But oh man, it's the intrigue is there, but the excitement for me isn't. Um, just simply because it's not, it doesn't feel like a Canelo is taking this because he wants to. It's like he's taking it because he has to. He has to, he has to save face. He has to regain face after that showing he had against Bivol, which was frankly disappointing. Um, where he didn't, he didn't display a high motor. Where he didn't display the ability to adjust his game plan. Where he didn't display the ability to hurt his opponent with his power. Where he didn't display the ability to get underneath his opponent's reach. I mean, there is just some of the disappointment in that last Canelo Alvarez fight that I don't look forward to. I'm not I'm not planning on buying this fight. I catch it the day after and review it the same day. 
to be honest with you. Like there is no entry. The undercard is weak. Can't name a can't name a super recognizable name off of there that you know warrants seventy nine dollars out of me. Um, so to ask me to pay what I believe is around seventy nine ninety nine just to watch Triple G and Canelo fight when I'm supposed to be sleeping is just ludicrous. Um, but for those who do plan to watch this fight the night of, you know, and you plan on putting money on it, I would still lean Canelo, um, just because Canelo, you know. That 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 ability, even though he hasn't displayed in his last fight, that ability to hit and not be hit, uh, his still strong chin, um, his power. Even though Triple G said his power felt like a slap, um, it's it's, it's proven at least at one sixty and one sixty eight. It's proven, and I think it can at least get Triple G some problems. Triple G's a come forward fighter, which will give Canelo some issues because Triple G can take Canelo's power likewise. And he can continue to come, and that's where Canelo gets in trouble when he when he can't gain his opponent's respect. Excuse me, which is rare. Canelo finds himself in a situation where he has to he has to move more than he wants to, and that takes away from his endurance in the later rounds. He Canelo likes to dictate the pace. He likes to walk you down and corner you, and then he he likes to just he likes to batter you into not throwing shots, to being afraid to throw shots because of his counter punching and his speed. Triple G, I don't imagine, would be afraid of that at this juncture, you know, at this point in his career, at this juncture, this trilogy, um, with his name and his respect on the line. I think that aside of Triple G, he's been reserved in media sessions. Even when he's talked shit, he's been reserved. He hasn't raised his voice very much. Um, I think it's it, it's going to be a tough – it's going to go to around 11 or 12. It's not in it early. Uh, it, it may go all 12 rounds. I honestly don't think any one of these guys are going to go down. But, um, man, I, I, it's like, yeah, I said Canelo, but it's just something about Triple G that intrigues me. He's old, and Ryan Murata did a lot of damage early on him. And um, I don't think Murata's any is not as good as Canelo Alvarez. So there's that factor, but there's also the fact that Triple G could have been fighting down to the competition. So, mm, it's, it's really not a lot to be said on this fight, man. We've seen it twice already. You know, Triple G, are, are there any clear advantages any fighters has over each other? Uh, I mean, Canelo, youth, maybe speed, but Triple G, volume, the ability to throw volume punches and his endurance. Is that endurance still there at his age? Will it be enough? We'll see Saturday night, Sunday morning for me. Um on the other news and notes, Shakur Stevenson fights next weekend against Conciero, uh, defends his IBF and WBO belts for the first time. Should be exciting before hopefully a matchup with um, any other 130 belt holder. I really want to see him, you know, get wrapped that up and move on to divisions. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to see, you know, um, Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields last weekend due to the, the passing of the Britain's monarch, so you know, rest in peace to her. And um, you know, in, until we meet again for that fight, it'll be happening down the road. I predict they'll want to get to it, man. It'll probably happen in November. I would imagine if if <coughs> if we're gonna go for November and we know that Terrence Crawford Earl Spence fight is likely slated for November, I would just slide that in on that undercard, and then same thing with um. 
Michaela, Michaela Meyer and Savannah Brumbaugh. I would like to see them also sliding out on the card. Terrence Crawford is a free agent, but still has some, you know, promotional ties with ESPN Plus. Um, that's going to be a those, that's going to be fights where they're crossing promotional ponds anyway. So let's just make everybody eat, send everybody home with a nice Christmas bonus. Everybody get their kids, you know, those go karts they want. Um, and then, I mean, I don't see that's really all I have for you guys. Like I told you, it's going to be short and sweet. Um, I'm toying with the idea of doing some college football coverage just because it's that time of year. <coughs> My Saturdays are probably going to be more geared towards football than boxing. Um, also, just because boxing has been so sparse, you can see by the, the lack of episodes that it's, it's been a lack of quality fights, at least that I'm interested in. So we'll mix up the covers for you guys, but we're going to give you guys something at least once a week. Thank you for rocking with us. Please stay safe out there. And remember, always respect women and simping ain't pimping. We out. Yeah, I can't even show you.